Welcome to the Intelligent Dynamic Sensing Podcast. My name is Bruce Malkinson, and I'm the Chief Operating Officer for Accenture Technology Corporation. In each episode, you will learn from industry experts who share their insights and strategies on how to reveal hidden surface data and optimize the performance, comfort, and safety of surfaces. We will discuss and present solutions that have worked for real-world applications across fields like product design and safety testing, consumer, clinical, and human body performance. Welcome to our podcast topic today, understanding how forces affect foot function. And I have, again, joining me, our guest, Paul Graham, founder of StepForce. Welcome, Paul. Hi, Bruce. Um, to uh, to uh, start things off, you know, in our upcoming webinar, I know you'll be addressing uh, force and foot function, of course. And I thought maybe we'd ask you to start with an overview of the forces that affect uh, human gait and motion. There is a number of forces that affect us as we move and go through our daily activities. But the most common are that of gravity pushing us into the ground and the reflective ground reaction force coming up in an equal and opposite direction into our foot. And these two forces cause many of the problems that we see clinically because of its magnitude in various activities. So obviously standing is going to create a certain level of force, but when we run, that's going to create a substantially increased intensity of forces. And if we then run side to side, in like in a court sport, the forces will be further increased and come at different angles. So there's a number of forces that the foot has to deal with to allow normal movement to occur. Wonderful, thank you. And um, so measurement and understanding of those forces is clearly key in understanding gait impairments. Can you provide some insight into the practical uh, clinical application of those? Yes, well, let's take the one that most people associate with plantar pressure analysis, and that is in the person with diabetes that has neuropathy or poor circulation and the tissues are less able to manage the loads because of that high risk environment. And so the normal loading may be too much and overwhelm the body's tissues, creating pressure areas or even ulcers. So being able to measure the pressure and then through a series of interventions, reduce those, that loading of the tissues can make a significant difference. But the same as with sports, with the sudden changes of direction and the repetitive movements, placing high levels of forces through the foot, if there is any asymmetries or misalignments, various tissues can be overloaded and stress fractures or other tissue damage can occur. But even also in the workplace, if a person is standing up all day behind a counter, they may start off fresh, but as their muscles fatigue, the forces are less able to be managed by the body and pressure areas develop. And so these are the sort of things that we need to take into account when we have a patient standing in front of us, giving their concerns to us. Wonderful. So um, if, we, if we look specifically at plantar pressure measurement then, um, how does that help reveal some of the hidden data important in understanding gait condition? This is something I'll be covering in the third webinar, um, but for an example, 
the joints of our midfoot in particular can become dysfunctional when the forces applied to them are asymmetrical to their joint axis. And plantar pressure provides a highly sensitive indication of this dysfunction using the center of pressure trajectory. And we can see how the movement of the force flows through the foot and the direction it flows through the foot. And in doing so, understand the function of the joints and which of the joints of the midfoot and forefoot complex are being affected that, so we know where to start our treatment protocol. Okay. So um, you mentioned asymmetry, and of course, asymmetry is the cause of numerous gait issues. Um, and where individuals develop asymmetry, how well can plantar pressure sensors measure that? And you know, what are the right measures to apply? So with asymmetry is common in almost all human structures, and our body has the ability to compensate for this, thus lessening the impact. However, when these compensatory systems are not working correctly or the asymmetry is significant, as you say, the loading on the tissues from the resultant forces that are imbalanced can definitely cause injury. In using plantar pressure, we can see the asymmetry through a number of ways. And so it's not just one assessment. We can use the details of pressure mapping of where the pressure is being applied over the foot we can look at the trajectory and the speed of the center of pressure. We can look at the actual tissue loading rates, and we can see the intensity and the timing of the loading through the rear foot, midfoot, and forefoot segments. And looking at all of these come up with an understanding of where this asymmetry is, if it is in the lower leg and foot, and how that is influencing function and looking at the various interactions of how the body is trying to manage that asymmetry. Okay, so let's dig a little further into compensation then. So individuals with uh, asymmetry or other uh, gait impairing, impairing conditions will compensate, as you say, uh, uh, compensate their gait for that. So how does plantar pressure data provide insights into quantifying that compensation? Well, that's the beauty of plantar pressure. It's not just a visual thing that we can see or something that our in intuition tells us there's an imbalance. When we look at the graphs and the pressure mapping behind all of those colours is numerical data that is, can be easily assessed and compared to see the actual levels of asymmetry and the structures and the tissues involved. And looking at the Xsensor software, we have the colours in the pressure mapping, we have the graphs, we have the graphs, and we also have the tables of data itself. So we can get a really clear picture of the information so we can go through the comparative studies to see where the differences are. Great, thank you. And then, so finally, maybe uh, if you could please provide us some insight into the process of developing um, interventions once these gait impairments or asymmetries um, are measured and analyzed? Well, one of the most useful applications of plantar pressure analysis is the ability to test an intervention such as a felt pad or sports taping and remeasure to immediately see the effect that this intervention has. This may be felt padding to offload a prominent joint or an ulcer or change the characteristics of loading to improve symmetry, such as an addition of a heel lift. 
there is many different interventions that we can use. And sometimes the interventions actually give us information to see that such an intervention may make things worse before we've gone down the treatment pathway. So the ability to try out a treatment strategy and actually objectively see the change is a significant benefit of plantar pressure analysis. Wonderful. Well, thanks a ton for these insights. And um, I, I know you've given us lots to think about here. And, and uh, for those listening, of course, um, can look forward to, to the details that uh, we'll get into uh, in the upcoming webinar. Thanks, Bruce. Thank you for tuning in to the Intelligent Dynamic Sensing Podcast. To learn more, go to Accenture.com or email us at sales at Accenture.com with any questions you may have. We'd love to hear from you. Never miss an episode by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts.